Hello, my name is David Wolfenden. I'm being joined by Adrian Turton, and we are hopefully going to lead you through some journeys of faith. If you would like to contact us, please do on email. That would be jofpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Or you can also contact us on Twitter at jofpodcast. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Journeys of Faith. I am very thankful to everyone who took time to listen to episode 1 and I hope that you may be listening to this one too. Um, As I said at the end of the last one, please feel free to give any feedback, it's welcome Um, and I appreciate it and if anyone's interested in coming and having a chat with me please do contact me on the email in the description Um, or if you're using anchor you can actually use the voice message function or you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and the links to that are also in the description so in episode one I mentioned some um, acronyms like ALM and FFM um, and I just want to make sure that I tell you a bit more about them um, because I probably should have given you some more information and didn't so FFM is Foundations for Ministry which is done in the Diocese of Manchester and some other dioceses um, and I've taken part as a participant and also been a leader um, for the past two years Um, and I've absolutely loved watching other people's journeys during that and being part of their journeys and that's helped me along with my journey. ALM um, is Authorised Lay Ministry which again is in the Manchester Diocese and some other dioceses. Now I did pastoral care but there's lots of other um, electives that you can do Um, and obviously this episode we're going to be coming into ALM and how that's impacted my journey Um, and also going back to my role as a leader and how that's impacted my journey. So let's start episode 2 properly. So, in and along my journey, um, I completed FFM um, training, which is Foundations for Ministry again, and went back to my parish and did some, got involved with various things, and still wanting to move forward and explore more what what I felt um, God may be calling me to do so I could follow that that path and be part of a, a more deeper community I when I did finish FFM training I felt a bit lost because um, obviously we're you're in a group of 
I think there was probably about 50 on the year that I did it and you, we split into little groups so every week for 20 odd weeks we was talking about things we was covering subjects like um, fruit of the spirit what is it to be Anglican you know what is it to be a disciple who's a theologian and all this and, and, and in debates and disagreeing and affirming something that you thought and other people having their opinions affirmed and and it was just nice to be able to have your own view and own opinion without being shot down or told that your opinion was wrong or it was okay um, to think the way that you're thinking um, and, and actually pinning down why you feel that way so after that as you can imagine to go back to no group it, it's quite it it's a bit lonely so I was looking at the next step and and I was speaking to my vicar and we talked about doing the authorised lay ministry course in pastoral care so I signed up for that and we started the training and again it's you start off in a big group of everybody for so many weeks and you discuss things and you get start building the framework to move on um, and you cover some of the same subjects you do in FFM but you go a little bit deeper and during this you are talking to other people like-minded people who are not like-minded and, and, and that is really great to be challenged sometimes on you why you have that viewpoint or why you struggle with various things and then after about six weeks of that you move on to your main elective and again you're in a big group um, but this time you're all doing the same elective so you get to know this group a bit more um, and we talked about some really you know in pastoral care you know how to be safe yourself what what to talk about um, how to listen uh, which was really interesting um, and how people read body language and the way we can give the wrong impression and, and one of my things in all all through this journey is not to come across as harsh um, or blunt and to actually find a nice middle ground that you sometimes are not agreeing and not disagreeing but also not giving them the answer because sometimes it's for them to find the answer and you to walk alongside them while they're working it out 
and I completed that training and I spent some time putting it into practice in the parish and it didn't go as well as I'd, I'd have liked it, it wasn't used um, in the way that I think myself and the vicar thought it may be used um, so I sort of stood back from that and concentrated on the rest of my journey exploring what God was calling me to be and, and that's where I am now and I've had meetings with the what was at the time the DDO which is the director of Ordinans which is now the DOV which is the director of vocations and I really really have enjoyed every single last conversation and it's it's taught me something about myself and I and I I'm quite happy to talk to other people about that and and in a, in a later podcast I am actually going to talk about the journey of I've been through on this exploring what God is calling me to be more deeper and just concentrating on the um the DDO bit and the vocations reports and examining chaplain reports and how that's helped me grow and also how at times it's it's made me feel lost and unsure of my place in the church um not my faith in god but faith in an institution which we're all part of and we need to be part of that institution and from the lad last just so so that was just a brief of my journey and, and I'm quite happy to go more in depth if people want to you know you need if you come back to me and give me that feedback and say oh could we really go to that and and what I might what I'm trying to do is find other people who've done FFM um, find other people who've done ALM and and talk about how the two differences of how someone's journey on them relevant courses has been different to mine um, and then try and find the equivalent in other faiths and then have, have them conversations so if if you know someone who who's likes to share um, and thinks it would be really good you know ask them to contact me on the information in the um, description and I'll gladly have a chat with them and then hopefully we'll throw a, an episode together where we're talking and and make it more interactive because that's what I really want this to be so just a few things from the last episode that some feedback that came back at the moment I'm doing this podcast on my iPhone um, and still trying to figure out how to do all the editing um, 
to make it crisper and clearer and trying to get rid of some of my ums and ahs and pops and probably little annoying things so I apologize for that but I am working on it and hopefully as the podcast grows that I'll get the better equipment and we'll move forward from that but one of the questions that came back was why move from being a Catholic to um, Anglican Church and I did go over it very briefly but for me I found it hard with some of the teachings within the Catholic Church and, and, and the rigidity of the of, of the teaching and also some of the women not being clergy for me I find quite hard and I as as I touched on I was sexually sexually assaulted so sometimes I find it really hard to bond um, or trust men which is understandable um, and I'm, I'm sure some of you would understand why I feel that way but I found it that it was really hard to be in a christ-like community that was in my eyes not being faithful to christ and, and i know some people will agree with this and and i'm happy and, and i want you to come back to me and fire your arguments at me but i just don't think that a church should be male dominated i i think women are key in all roles in the church and and i i think you know for me i find it easier to talk to women um and i just think to have a female vicar is empowering not just to me um but to other females rather than looking up to males all the time we can see and, and I'm sure there's some people who would prefer um, male clergy um, for, for various other reasons. And just like I prefer, you know, I'm happy with male or female clergy, but I do find the fact that it's open to all. There is some difficulties in that and there is some issues. But for me... And, and and for me also I think the church is working on becoming more inclusive and more accepting and and I know some people will disagree with that but I think that's where we need to be for me Christ didn't say to anyone go away he, he said come in be part of my life let let me be part of your life let let me have a space in your heart and for me the catholic church sort of didn't have that same equalness it it was male orientated and pretty much i was wrote off by the catholic church i was told no 
you're not called um by most people i spoke to other than hugh kennedy who encouraged me to explore that and and talk about that with other people and most people in the catholic church just shot me down you know i'm dyslexic you don't read properly there were there was reasons behind it now to me the fact that i'm dyslexic and don't read properly or i'm not very academic to other people they might find might find that um supportive they might think oh it's okay I, i'm not academic and and he's doing this we can do this too and and one of the things i found as a, as a leader on ffm is that i'm encouraging of people and want them to grow and and i've had people who say this that's not for me I, I can't do that. I can't stand up in the front of one of the sessions and and give a presentation. And I have been there, and I've given session given sessions on subjects and stood at the front nervous. I've led worship and I'm nervous because I don't want to make a mistake. But actually, one of the things I've learned is it's okay to make mistakes as long as it's not deliberate. You know, my heart was in the right place. I was trying to do the right thing. So what do you think about that? You can leave comments on the Facebook page. You know, feel free to... Uh, the links will be in the description I, I'm not spelling them out what I'm probably going to try and do is get a volunteer to read them out so I can actually post them at the end of the podcast in words um, and that it's understandable so people don't have to read the description they can just jot down the Twitter address but again thank you so much for listening Hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, If you did, please share it with as many people as you can. Just so we can get other people talking about their journeys and their faiths and the things that I've discussed so far. And hopefully the next one, uh, we may have a guest who's going to share some of their journey. Um, And, you know please bear with me and thank you for joining me on this journey so for now goodbye thank you for joining us on journeys of faith we hope you've enjoyed yourself and we hope you're enjoying your time with us Um, If you have any feedback, comments, or would like to join us on an episode to share your story, you can email us at jofpodcast2020 at gmail.com. That's jofpodcast2020 at gmail.com. You can find us on the internet at www.podcast.com 
jofpodcast.wordpress.com You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at jofpodcast and if you have anything that you do want to share with us whether that's a comment on how we can make the podcast better or how you're actually enjoying the podcast please do contact us as we want to make this podcast work for the people who are listening and also make it better so we need your help to do that so from myself and david thank you very much for joining us on this journey so till next time safe journey